NFL trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast. A lot to get into as we change seasons, right? It is November 1st. It is no longer Halloween. It's Christmas season now. Where's the deli birds? No deli birds. Where's the deli birds, man? No deli birds. I can't wait for deli bird to come back, even though it's completely useless. And even if I had a good one, they'd probably ban it from any eligible league like they did with Shuckle and Smeargle in uh, whatever little cup was two weeks ago. Anyways, Dom, we're back for another episode. And... Quite a few interesting things for us to get into, right? Not only do we want to get into some PvP information that the Pokeminers released, some new moves coming to the game, bum, bum, bum. some potential combat settings changed. Uh, today's GBL day, so you should be listening to this podcast while getting your 100 battles done. If you're not, I don't know what you're doing besides possibly being a functioning adult. Uh, probably uninstalling the game, I suppose. What? Why would you do that? I don't know. If you're not listening to us, then uninstall the game. That's how it goes. That's true. That's true. It's very true. Also, there was a new, well, not technically a new Pokemon, but a new form of a Pokemon announced. So we'll definitely get into that. However, in the last week, I somehow managed to hit Legend. Out of surprise. <laughs> I like to keep it on the DL, you know? I like to keep it on the DL and just look, kind of boop, put it in there for I was I was only in the 2600s. <laughs> it, it was true, though. I didn't yeah. lie. I didn't, no, I know. I didn't lie about my uh, ELO last week. But I I had been using a lot of teams and treading water, which I, I, I think is kind of where you're at right now. But you're mm-hmm. at least pretty high up there. And you have 100 battles today to potentially get to Legend. So I'm expecting this to be the last show where there's only one Legend on the show. I'm just, <laughs> just going to put it out there. I'm just gonna put it out. No pressure. No pressure. However, uh, I was playing with a couple teams. Uh, I tried Yasser, a Leeds team that he put out on Twitch and then FP6 put out on a video with Mandibuzz in the Halloween Cup, by the way. Mandibuzz on the lead, Nidoqueen, and then Wormadam, which I had told you in the beginning of Halloween Cup, I wanted to hit Legend with Wormadam. Yep, that's right. So uh, I was like, oh, okay, let's let's try this out. And I had one or two days with the team where I went like 13 and 12 or 14 and 11 with the 25 battles. So I put that team away. Played with another team, gained a little. I, you know, I, I was slowly gaining, slowly gaining. These were days where you get 25, 50 points in total. And then all of a sudden, on I don't know what it was, maybe Thursday or Friday, I tried the Yasser Elite team again and I had a great day. I went 19 and six, I think it was, and just climbed and climbed and climbed. And then the next day, I I uh, I think I did it in the first set on the next day, which was maybe Saturday, Friday, Saturday. I can't remember. I think it was yeah, Friday. I think it yeah, was. I can't remember which day it was. So uh, I got it done. I got it done. And then I actually tried climbing a little bit, and we got in the leaderboards with Spice. 
Yeah, I, I went back and forth. You know, I, I did continue to use... I do like the... Yeah, I, I like using Wormadam. I like using Wormadam in regular Great League. I, I And mine is not an, an XL version of it because I had a rank one before it was XL eligible, before XLs even came out. So I just used that one. But uh, I like running Wormadam. It takes forever to get to a freaking charge move, but it can hard counter some Pokemon. Definitely has the switch from what we've seen. At least from what I saw in the videos, I don't, it wasn't your videos, but from what I seen, it just has a hard counter switch. Oh my god! Yeah, unless it's unless it's a, I mean, Mandibuzz can can hit it pretty well, but unless it's one of the, a fire Pokemon, you know, whether it's Marowak or Mawile, it does pretty well against a lot of other Pokemon. It just doesn't get to charge moves very fast. So, and surprisingly, it holds its own against Azumarill. Because it has that iron head and, and confusion does kind of chunk on Azumarill as well. So, yeah, we climbed a little bit. Got to use some spice as well. Had uh, fun with Mightyena. Nobody saw that one coming. So, I like those Pokemon that have the flexibility with the fast moves. For example, in Ultra League, I really like to use Stoutland. And kind of for the same reason that I use Mightyena, it has the Fang moves. Ice Fang, Thunder Fang. Fire Fang, so Stalin on and so actually forth. has Lick as well, too, which could be some fun. Right, and then it has Wild Charge. Unfortunately, it doesn't get Stab on those moves, so it doesn't hit, and I don't think its stat product in in terms of attack is that great either. So not the best, but what Mightyena has going for it is it, gets, it has access to Poison Fang. So not only are you able to chunk Pokemon like Azumarill and Mandibuzz in the Halloween Cup, but you can also debuff it as well. So I had a lot of fun with that. And I haven't really been playing. I took like a little break maybe the last couple of days, but I'll try to get some sets in today as Go Battle Day is upon us. Now, we had a Go Battle Day in September, and we have two now in November, November 1st and November 20th, if I'm not mistaken. So plenty of time to get to Legend if you're you know struggling with your sets. I mean, just in those two days, that's 200 battles. Yeah. Just in those two days... 200 battles, and you pretty much have the rest of November as well. So hopefully if you're stressing about it, you you have plenty of time. And Dom, you, you you talked about this before we started recording. Is I've been somebody notoriously to hit Legend in the last day. <laughs> last day, last, last hour. Last week, last hour. Last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, of the season. So uh, don't give up. Continue to pursue, and uh, and if it doesn't work out for you, it doesn't work out for you. Like it's not a big deal. Uh, the reason why I wanted to get it done, Dom, is because it is a qualifier for the Pokemon Go Championships. So once I found uh, the team that worked for me, I just I just wanted to get it done with. And boom, I'm in. We have qualified now. I think I, if I want to continue this journey, I have to go to Orlando, right, for the regionals. I don't, I don't know the road to the championships or whatever, really, off the top of my head. But there are more qualifiers to be had. So, and that's the reason why I really just wanted to get it done with. I didn't want to be stressing about it. The end of the month is holidays. It's time for family. So I was just like, you know what? Typically, I, I play around and have fun and run some spice. And this time I just, I went meta and got it over with. So I'm happy I did. But uh, you are, you're close. You're not far. You're, you, I've been, I've been like we were just talking about before the podcast. I don't know. Is this so ironic or just so weird how I've been having 2805? That is the magic number for me for, for the past three days. No matter what I do, 
I've been trying new teams and different teams, but I feel like I'm like right there as far as figuring out a different team that can work. But yeah, 2805 is is the magic number right now for me. So hopefully today I can uh, push that up to legends to 3000 at least. But yeah, it's it's uh it's been interesting. I mean, I'm not I'm not really complaining as far as the league goes. I think it's it's the most balanced league to master league, which I've been loving and appreciating so much. I just think I know in the back of my mind I'm not playing my best. I know there's just certain moves and situations where I'm just not thinking. And I mean, I'm, it also takes about a week to, and we haven't had this version of Ultra League in a few seasons now. That's true. So it's, and there's some new Pokemon as well. There's Sylveon, there's Trevenant, there's some new Pokemon that weren't involved in the meta. So typically a new league or a new, a new version of a league takes a while. I mean, I just figured out the Halloween Cup a few days ago, and that was out for 10 days prior. So. I mean, it 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 generally, at least what I notice is the first week is the week I'm figuring out the meta where I, like you said, tread water or even backtrack a little. And then the second week or even the last few days is where I figured it out and I find a team that works for me. Yeah. And it feels like, and I'm not sure because I've been, you know, I've been watching some streamers this past week and I want to say it's Liquid Ken's team that came up with it with... Obstacle as the lead with triple, or I keep saying triple, double poison in the back with Needle Queen and Crobat. I know Crobat's been another pick that's just been somewhat of a sleeper or something that people have been using more and more. And Liquid Ken came up with this team. Speedy's Chief is the one that hit Legend with it. And I want to say Math Magical as well, too. Another streamer hit it. He could have done it in, in Halloween Cup. But that's been like the meta from what I've seen that first week, or at least the first like four or five days. And now there's I don't know who threw out a video or something, but now it's like Polyrath Poly leads. <laughs> it's crazy. Now even I think Liquid Ken has been throwing around some teams of just triple water. Seeing Polyrath as a lead with Empoleon and Lapras with Skull Bash. And I'm like, wow. And people are using it. So it's it's funny how it's just the meta is just slightly changing. But it's just, I think it's just so funny how people are, are still in the back of their mind thinking about I got to have a Pokemon that checks Sylveon or Fairy Tite and Trevenant because if you don't have that, it's almost like game over still because right. they're crazy. Right. Yeah. I haven't played around too much in Ultra League Premier Classic. I will probably be doing so today for Go Battle Day. I think Halloween Cup has come and gone. Plus, it's not Halloween anymore. Why would I play Halloween Cup? You know? Are we going to get like a turkey cup? No, we're getting the Kanto cup, right? That's what I still find it weird how the event ends, the bonuses and everything at 8 o'clock. And it's, you know, it was still Halloween. You still got until midnight, but it was 8 o'clock. Well, I, I think they don't want to encourage you to play till midnight is what's happening there. I don't know. Not to be out in the streets getting candy, but I guess catching some last minute Yamasks and Phantom. <laughs> well, speaking of Yamask, there is another event starting today. Featuring Yamask, it is the Dia de Muertos in Pokemon Go. It is a one-day event, November 1st to November 2nd. So that will end on Tuesday at 8 o'clock local time. Lure modules will last for 90 minutes. Incense will last for 90 minutes. And two times catch Stardust. There's also some bonuses for trainers in Latin America and the Caribbean. I don't think we qualify for that, even though we're kind of in the Caribbean. Uh, but it is what it is. Wild Encounters, you got Cubone, Sunkern, Murkrow, Houndour, Sableye, Roselia. And then it says, if you're lucky, you might encounter the following. Sunflora, Drifloon, and Yamask. 
Still want that shiny. Man. I don't understand though. Why would I be if I'm lucky? Would I encounter a Sunflora? I don't know. I don't understand that. That's I mean, like there does to that... me has nothing to do with the holiday. <laughs> and also, why would I be lucky if I caught a Sunflora? <laughs> Maybe for the the dust bonus. I, I don't. I really don't know. I really don't know. Anyways, uh, and the following Pokemon will be attracted to Incense and Lure modules. Cubone, Sunkern, Sunflora, again, Murkrow, Houndor, Sableye, Drifloon. And if you're lucky, you might encounter a Lolan Marowak and a Yamask. So uh, mm. still opportunities here to catch Yamask. I have caught quite a bit in the couple weeks that the event has been out. I almost have enough for an XL Cofagrigus. Ooh, really? Yes. Well, I'm not like 200, so. Wow, nice. But I do not have a shiny, so. Yeah, you got you to gotta flex with the shiny. One work. of the cooler shinies in the game, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I would probably say at this point, Obstagoon is the coolest shiny in that the too. game. That's yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty freaking awesome shiny. Yeah. Obstagoon. I do. I do personally love Alone Marowak. That's just a personal mm-hmm. thing. Nothing too crazy, but I just, I just love that Pokemon. I like uh, shiny Ho-Oh. That too. With the, I think it's the gold feathers. Yeah. Whew. Or the silver feathers. Can't remember which one because it, it is technically the Pokemon for Pokemon Gold. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the shiny Lugia and shiny Ho-Oh. So, so that is the Dia de Muertos event. Also, uh, spotlight hour tomorrow will be Cacnea, six to seven p.m. Uh, you'll get two times catch candy. No shiny on this Pokemon, so pass, pass, pass. <laughs> hard pass on the Cacnea Spotlight Hour. I got better things to do from six to seven o'clock, so, like catch me some Yamasks, or if I'm lucky, Sunflora. <laughs> if I'm lucky, I'll get me some Sunflora. So, oh man, I really wonder though if, how many Sableyes are actually going to be in the wilds, or not in the wild through the incense. I really, I'm really curious. Is that still uh actually no, it's still being in the wild too. I just I just looked it over again. But yeah, I mean I still getting those XLs, man. I have a really, really good one for a great league, a shadow one that I would love to XL. That's like 360 XL candies. Uh, oh, you haven't purified. No. I have one that's purified that's well, it's lucky. It's not like a full XL. But I have one that's a shadow that's, I don't know, below rank 10 or something like that. Oh. And it's yeah, 360 XLs, I think, or something for that. Yeah, one. yeah. I have one uh, Shadow Pokemon fully XL, my Shadow Dragonite. Mm. 15, 14, 13 IVs. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But I'm working, I've been working for, you've heard this several times, I'm working on my Shadow Shift Tree. Yep. I got an amazing Shift Tree or C dot uh, from, I think it was maybe Cliff. Who has them? Mm-hmm. Well, like one fourteen, fifteen, or something. So, but yeah, you need three hundred and sixty. <laughs> that one's uh, yeah, as well too. Three hundred and sixty. So uh, plus I'm like just... one million Stardust to power it up. There you go. Wasn't well, it less Stardust to power, it, or is it less Stardust to power up purified Pokemon? It's for yeah, for purified. Oh, okay. And then for the second move, it's a little bit less as well too. For the shadow, it's more. Yes, my shiny shadow. No, it's not shiny. In my shadow shift tree. I need like another probably 200 XLs. So it'll be why I don't see CDOT coming to any of these winter events that are going to be coming. So CDOT's more of a springtime Pokemon. That should actually be in this event, not some flora, if anything. I agree. I agree. Because yes. it's, it's part dark. 
It should be in there, actually. Correct. What does Sunflora have to, and and being bright and bubbly and the sun have to do with Dia de Muertos? <laughs> if it, didn't even, it didn't even make the cover of the actual artwork. <laughs> but if I'm lucky, I might catch one. I hate that. I wish I would stop saying if I'm lucky. <laughs> If if I'm lucky, I win the lead in GBL. Not if I'm lucky, I catch us on Florida. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. Well, before we move on, we definitely want to just quickly catch back to the Go Battle Day that you get your 4X Stardust from your win rewards. So it is, I think, a little bit different from was it the not the last one, but the one before. Yeah, it's the it's the four times well Stardust is quadrupled on the Stardust reward in the Go Battle League set. It's not the reward for the entire set. If, right. If we're not mistaken, yeah. right? If we understand this correctly. And also, the IVs in Go Battle League Pokemon rewards are typically the floor of the IVs is 10 for each individual IV. That will be removed for Go Battle Day. So for today, while you're jamming out to this podcast, you could catch a Go Battle League relevant Pokemon, basically. So, because typically when you catch these, they're a little bit more higher in terms of total IVs. So that's a cool feature of Go Battle Day that I like. But uh, I kind of wish they had spread out the Go Battle League days a little bit better. There was one towards the beginning of the season, September 18th, if I'm not mistaken. And now we have two here in November. I got to believe that has to do something with the leagues that are in play. Like maybe they didn't want to do a go battle day while great league is eligible because it, the first time around it was ultra league mm-hmm. it was the ultra league that everybody hated right open ultra league and and ultra league uh classic classic right yeah. but you could still have xl pokemon so uh and and now this time around it's halloween cup open ultra league and ultra league premier classic and then the next go around it will be master league Master League Classic, and the Kanto Cup. So never is there a Go Battle Day during Great League. Which Kanto Cup is kind of your quote-unquote Great League, but yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I don't know why they do that, but I kind of wish they had spread like one in September, one in October, one in November. Yeah, no, that not, makes not, sense. And, and not a big complaint because it's November 1st, but it does feel like there. I could tell there was a large gap between the first Go Battle Day and now the second one. And then after the second one, in two weeks, there's another one. So, again, not a big deal. I mean, I, I can live with the dates that they pick. And and it's great that they have three. I think last season there was only one. Or maybe two seasons ago when they introduced this idea, there was only one. So I like that there are now three. And it's a whole day where uh, this event will be featured uh, all day long. Instead of It used to be 6 to 12 p.m. So you had to do 100 battles. I mean, if, if, you, if you did your best... You could get the hundred battles yeah. in from six to twelve, but it's just a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, how do I explain that to my girlfriend? <laughs> that for six straight hours I'm playing Pokemon Go PvP. How do I explain that? How do people with a, a functioning adult life explain that? Mm-hmm. You know, so great idea to extend that to a full day. Moving along, there was some new information released by the Pokeminers, which if you're not following the Pokeminers, what are you doing in life? You, you, there's, there's certain things that should be happening, right? Death, taxes, listening to Go Battlecast podcast, and following Pokeminers on Twitter. Because they got all the information before anybody else does because they're mining Pokemon. 
Not literal Pokemon, but the game Pokemon. Yep, that's the only thing they do. They get the information before we do. Correct, and they give it to us as soon as they have it. So, uh, A couple of things that they put out here, Dom. We'll start off with the new moves. Three new moves added to the game. One that we knew about, right? Psychic Fangs. We knew that that was coming. That will be the upcoming featured move on the Shinx Community Day. When you evolve it into a Luxray, it will get Psychic Fang, which is basically a Poison Fang clone, but a Psychic version of it. I guess that was very much needed. And then two moves that we haven't heard before, Hyperspace Fury and Hyperspace Hole. Yep, haven't heard of these moves at all, so... Yeah, and I immediately said to you when we were talking about the show, these sound like Hoopa moves. These sound like moves that are exclusive to Hoopa. And I got to believe one has to do with Hoopa Unbound. Right now in the game, I believe we have Hoopa Confined. Confined, yeah. I didn't even know that there's actually two two different forms. Come on, man. I did not know. Where have you been? Stuck in Pokemon Yellow. Where have you been, my friend? Pokemon Yellow. Yes, so... Three new moves added to the game. We do not know anything else about the other two, but those seem to be exclusive moves to each of the Hoopa forms. So uh, I'm sure that will be coming out. Now, we still have the... Uh, if I have to hear or see the words, Season of Mischief, one more time. We got we got one more month of gonna this, bro. punch somebody in the face. We got one more month of this. I, I, I really feel that this event has gone on way too long. And it's not really an event. It's just like an overarching theme of the last few months of Pokemon Go. And yet I don't really know what they've done with it. Like there's some kind of, I don't know, special quest that you're doing every every three weeks. You're doing like one or two quests every three weeks, <laughs> right? And then you're waiting for the professor to find out more information. <laughs> I really don't, I, like, I just don't feel like it's been that... It's, it's, it's not in the forefront of the game, really. And they made it such a big deal. I feel like when we're going to be old in age talking to our grandkids, we're going to be like, back in our day. A season of mischief. Hoopa. Hoopa. That Professor Willow. He, he was causing so much mischief. That, there was that one day where he couldn't find his glasses. I think oh it was God. that that good old Hoopa that took it. Oh, my goodness. As a matter of fact, where, where's my glasses? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I'm I'm looking forward for this to come to an end. And and I would imagine, because it sounds like this season of mischief ends at the end of November, that then we'll get into the Christmas season. Yeah. So, so I mean, with the two new moves, I guess the Hoopa Unbounds, I guess that's the psychic dark type Pokemon. The other form is what we're going to expect to see, I suppose. And I hope, you know, Hyperspace Fury and Hole is going to be a decent move if it's going to be an exclusive move for just these two Pokemon. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, I'm ready for this event to be over and then we can get to the Deli Birds. I want that shiny Deli Bird. Yeah, yeah. I want that shiny Deli Bird. No costumes. I just want the pure, original, shiny Deli Bird. You know, the the costumed Drifblim or Drifloon, whichever one, Mm -hmm. I like that one. That one I liked. I like that one. I couldn't get the shiny of that one either. Me neither, but I hope they bring that. I typically don't like... Well, first of all, I don't like it if you can't evolve it or you can't get the final form of it, right? Which they should. You should be able to, but you don't get the costume for it. Right. Uh, So I liked that you... That was a pretty cool one. I got to give them that one. I did... uh, I was spending my raid passes on on Drift Blims because I got a thousand... 
Dark Rise in GBL, and it took me 14 years to catch them all. Yep. Which, I, I mean, we could spend another 10 minutes on that subject, but I feel like everybody has already said it. Why don't they make, and I'm using air quotes here, rewards and automatic catch? Especially for them not to have the shiny one as an easy one when ball catch. It's it's so ridiculous. I got to the point where I was like spending way too many golden raspberries. I was just using my regular raspberries. And if it took 20 minutes, it took 20 minutes. I was using regular Pokeballs and regular raspberries. I'm like, I'm not. That's what, that's what they're trying to do, Dom. Think about it. Think about what we've spoken about over the course of the seven or eight episodes we've done now. Niantic is a business. They are a business first mentality. They don't care about the ease of the game or convenience, right? They're trying to get you to expend your resources. So then you have to go back out and either raid some more or spin some more sponsored stops. And that's how they get your money. Do they still have sponsor shops? Yeah, stops? yeah, yeah, for sure. No. I find I find I find my one or two places that have eight to ten pokey stops and yep, that gotcha is on. I'll do my work and yep. I have like, I don't know, fourteen hundred Pokeballs right now that are just stacking. I'm just I'm so happy I have that right now. How many Pokeballs? Fourteen hundred red Pokeballs. Oh, fourteen hundred. Yep. Okay, that's a bit much. Yep. I'm very OCD with my bag space. Well, I put all my rare candies. Well, Zarud's almost done <laughs> with all the, the candies that I got. The other day, I used to have 500 um, pineapple berries, <laughs> and I accidentally deleted them all. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You can get those back And, so and it was like, at first I freaked out for a second, and then I was like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And it's actually kind of cool to have a lot of bag space for yeah. once, you know? I think the limit I'll have now is 300. What do you think about that? Is 300 a good amount of pineapple berries to, to hang on to? I think if there's like that double, triple candy catch, then yes, I would say so. Actually, this Halloween event, I think it was a perfect time to but have like, that. But like, I'll use, I'll use pineapple berries on community day. Yeah. Even I mean, like, like that, yeah. But besides that, I usually have anywhere from 50 to 100. Okay. Okay. See, our bag space situation is a little different. Yeah. Use use the rare candies for, I mean, I would usually like to have maybe 200 rare candies, but lately I've just been throwing it on legendaries and things like that just to have my bag space. Because there's just sometimes I can go a whole week not being able to spin stops. And sometimes my Fridays, I have certain clients that, that are out in Weston. I know that one stop. I can sit there. I can edit for like three hours. Boom. Get all those Pokeballs. I'll be good until the next, you know, big event or like same thing like, uh, like today and tomorrow for the the new event, we can uh, I can just have the gotcha go on and don't have to worry about with pokeballs. So yeah, this is those situations. So you're not really working, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Editing, I'm editing. On, I'm on to you, but I'm on to you. I'm not really working. <laughs> yeah, bad. Like I don't like keeping potions. No. I'll keep some uh, hyper potions and max potions. What's the highest one again? The for the potions is it? Max? max potion, yeah. 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 I, I think I have 300, 400 of those. Oh, wow. I keep 50. So the, all the other ones I delete. I'll keep 50. 50, so, 50, 50 uh, max and then 10 of anything else, but I won't keep any regular supers. So. Yeah, no. I keep. I get rid of all those. I have probably 300 max. I have 300 max revives. What do you do it. with TMs? TMs? I that's have, the hard one for me to figure I, out. I save those because that rocket event is somewhere around the corner, I hope. 
mean, by almost, well, yeah, I only but, have a hundred right now. Okay, but. I was gonna say I have about two hundred, and you know, when you get GBL rewards, it creeps up on you. You keep getting TMs. It's, oh, I have two hundred twenty fast TMs. Like, do I need? I, I, think, I used to do one fifty, and then one day I was messing around uh, with Mew, and I spent uh, a 50? lot of yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to, I was playing around with different move sets with Mew. Well, I tried like a snarl Mew once, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of fast moves too. So uh, yeah, I spent a lot, and then it, it took me a while to get those back. So I think two hundred for charge TMs is ideal. Yeah, I feel like two hundred fast, two hundred charges. Like fast, you could probably get away with a hundred. There's not too many fast move Pokemon that you need to change more than charge TMs. Well, if I'm trying to get those Thunder, Ice, or Fire Fangs, uh, you mm. know, that's been a lot of not mm. not really, not really, not a lot. Maybe maybe you're right. Anyways, and plus, you know, that shadow event it has to be coming by the end of this year. Oh my gosh, it's I taking you, forever. Maybe the December community day we may get it. What are we? What, what, why is this taking so long? I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's coming. It's coming. It's it's. I remember the first time that they did a shadow event. Between the first and second shadow event, it was a while. But yeah. there's been a few since then, like every every other month or every three months. I felt like it was almost every quarter, like every three months we, we were getting it. Yeah. So it's it's been really annoying because I have a lot of Pokemon I want to play with and I can't because they have frustration. And I think with the amount of shadows that we probably caught, you could easily burn almost 150 well, charges. jeez. Come on, Ian. Ian, think you want us to burn through some resources? There you go. Yeah. There you go. The other thing the Pokeminers put out there, Dom, was there's a change to the PvP combat settings. Uh, the minigame submit score timing, it was lowered to six and a half seconds instead of 10 seconds. Now, what I understand this to be is when you hit a charge move and the little minigame where you have to, you know, if it's the flying charge move, you have to hit the, the flying uh, buttons that come across the screen or whatever it is, you know. If it's the fire, you have to hit the flame coming up from the ground. So that is what I understand the mini game to be. And according to Pokeminers, this hasn't been changed in the game, but in the game code, it was changed from 10 seconds to six and a half seconds. So what can we extrapolate from that information? One is that they are trying to make it uh, a little bit more difficult to stall out the switch timer. That too, yeah. Right? That That's the first place I go. Uh, if you're trying to stall out the switch timer, a good way to take 10 seconds is the charge move minigame, right? Hitting your charge move and hitting the bubbles, that takes up about 10 seconds. The second idea that we could be seeing is a switch timer that is not 60 seconds. I wanted to see 45, not 30. Yeah, 30 was really annoying. It was quick. It I think was, 45 would be that nice, sweet spot. Well, I think that there's something to be said about being countered, right? And I'm, I'm not saying being countered on the lead. It, like, if you're hard countered, you're hard countered. That's just rock, paper, scissor. If you don't win switch advantage in the lead and you just get countered, you know, I, I think that there's something to the, just the strategy of being countered, right? And that is taking that away a little bit. Now, it also adds the strategy of catching, uh, you know, sack swapping and, and, and so on and so forth. So, and, and that 
I think it was a couple days where that switch timer was 30 seconds. That was a big adjustment. That was a huge adjustment. Yeah, because even... people were catching moves on me left and right, and I just couldn't get a and handle then, on it. But that, that 30 seconds seems so quick. It's almost like you could have made a mistake throwing in a Pokemon, and you're like, oh, 30 seconds. I could switch back to something else. I didn't feel – just felt – just chaotic. I don't know. That's, that's just the word that came to my mind is chaotic. I think 60 seconds is pretty good. Now that is with a, a 10 second mini game. So we'll have to see if they do change it to six and a half seconds, how I feel about 60 seconds. But uh, I, I I would be open to the idea of playing around with 45, you know, have another week where we try it out. I think a lot of people liked the 30 seconds, but uh, you know, you, you could stall out the clock really quick if you have a thirty-second switch timer and a ten-second mini game. Uh, that 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 takes up a third of the switch timer. Maybe they're maybe they're doing another event where there's a thirty-second switch timer, or maybe they're doing a week where there's a forty-five second. I don't know, but that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. There is that the combat setting is instead of ten seconds, it's now six and a half. So something to keep an eye on as we as we go through the season here. Because I'm thinking if it's forty five seconds, if if I mean being that it's sixty seconds right now, it almost feels like you have to go through three to four charge moves in order to then switch out. But by that time when if you're hard countered, you can't really win that match or do anything about it, which is a strategy in itself. I feel like at that forty five second marker with the six and a half seconds instead yeah, you could probably sneak maybe three moves, you know, between the trainers, depending on what Pokemon you have. And I think you can kind of ease your way out if you have that Pokemon to do so, you know. But I don't know. It's 30 seconds was just a lot. I think 60 seconds is still okay, but I think it can it can be reworked or at least have an event where something happens and you get, you know, 30 or 45 seconds again. Yeah, this is something I, I, I would – I don't know how I feel about it being a permanent change. This feels like it could be another tryout event, like the switch timer for 30 seconds. That was, I don't know, five days, right? So maybe they're trying out a- another five days and probably not this season. I don't think they would mess with people who are making a run to legend and, and change. This is a, this would be a big change. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I could see them trying another week where the minigame is now six and a half seconds, which really does change a lot. I think actually what would be kind of cool if each – league has its own kind of timing in itself so maybe a little cub can be 30 seconds being how you know little the the pokemon are yeah but the the thing about that like how much do you want to dilute the 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 water there so to say how much do you want to if there's too many options then you're then you're waiting in queue for a while i get what you're saying but you you really don't want more than two or three leagues running at once because then it gets hard to to get a battle you know especially depending on where your elo is which, by the way, the whole waiting five to ten minutes to do a battle because I'm high, you like, why am I being punished for doing good? Yeah, I've always mentioned that. It, it, I think it, Rise, I Rise had to wait almost an hour for for a battle. He, I, I don't he's understand watching Netflix this. And, and oh, I got a battle. I just, well, I did the other thing the other day where I was waiting for a battle and I just lost track and I missed the entire battle and I lost the battle. Yeah. So I, it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Like, I I get them wanting to pair you up with somebody in your elo, but when you get to the top of the leaderboards or on the leaderboards, there's not a lot of people with your elo. I don't know if you noticed. So, I don't know. I don't know what to do about that. But that is really annoying. And yeah. and you see you see guys tanking all the time. Yeah, it's still happening. I, I I think I mentioned about it in our group chat how 
the ELO system should be very similar to chess in the way that you can battle anyone. You can, I mean, everyone gets surprised that's that rise, for example, being on the top is being faced with a rank four or seven. He should be able to do that. But if he wins, he gets like one point for winning. Like, why would he get 10, 15, 20 points for something like that? But, you, you know, if he loses to someone like that, then he gets hit hard. But I feel like if someone, I mean, it's still kind of a double-edged sword because of the way that GBL is set up. But I feel like if there's a way that your skill level can be a little bit more controlled or it is your skill that is pushing you to the top, then you should be able to manage with other people that you face at any other ELO lower than than what you are. And then it can free up time and everything. So if you just want to, you know, be lackadaisy and play anyone in the 2000s when you're on the top leaderboard, then you can do that. But maybe you'll just only gain like five points from five sets and that's it. I definitely want to be lackadaisy. Yep. That's definitely what I shoot for. Yeah, it's it's really Spicy annoying. Spicy daisy. It's really annoying. And somebody who doesn't have four to five hours to sit there and wait Mm-mm. for for battles, like, I don't know what to do here because we, we have GBL day today and I'm high up there in the ELO. So how long would 100 battles take at that ELO? All day. Right. So then you get the situation where people are losing on purpose, which I'm not trying to be a Grinch, but... I ain't out here trying to give free wins to anybody. Right. Nobody, when I was at 2960, nobody quit the game as soon as it started. You know, so I'm not trying to do that. I'm sorry. I call it gatekeeping. Call it what you will. You you earn your legend rank, especially yep. against me. So the whole idea of tanking, like, I just doesn't sit well with me, where you have to just go into the battle and lose on purpose. That I don't like that idea. I don't like it at all. Completely agree. So some non-Pokemon Go related news, Dom. These upcoming games coming out. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I think I got those right. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's, and it's brilliant. Yeah, what makes Brilliant Diamond Shining whatever. They're just they're trying too hard now. Marketing. Yeah, they're trying too hard. You know, I never liked them going away from colors. I'm going to tell you that straight up. I never liked that idea. No. No. Why didn't uh, Black get a game? Or it did. Why didn't uh, Red... Oh, God. I'm being terrible <laughs> here, aren't I? Point taken. <laughs> why didn't, Moving on. <laughs> why didn't Purple get a game? Why didn't Brown get a game? Huh? I want my charcoal. Right? Yeah. Like Ruby and Sapphire and Diamond and Crystal, they got they got games. Those are cool. X and Y, right? What was after X and Y? We got sun and moon. Sun and moon, and then sword and shield. When uh, when is Pokemon Paper and Plastic coming out? Oh man! When is Pokemon Salt and Pepper coming out? Oh man! I got some good ideas here. Salt and Pepper. Yeah, I want I want Pokemon Oregano. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the third game. You got it. You got it. Oh man! Yeah, I just never liked them going away from colors. Anyways, or or Pokemon Wine and Vinegar. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm just going through some Publix <laughs> sub options. Pokemon mac and cheese. <laughs> Pokemon tea and crumpets. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the upcoming Pokemon Legends Arceus game, which this game really looks interesting because they're they're really straying from the norm of what they've done in previous games where... I, I like the idea of revisiting a region 
but in a different timeline. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. What I hope they don't do is like go back and outdo it for every single game. Sure, make I would be interested in a game like this for Kanto, the original game that we ever had. I would be interested in that, but there's a lot of reasons I just don't really care about. I just don't want to have anything Pokemon like multiverse. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. What they're saying is is that Pokemon Legends Arceus is based in Sinnoh just like a thousand years before Sinnoh. So something must have happened to the Hisui region, which is what the game is called. The region is called in the game, but it is eventually the Sinnoh region. So I don't know. Maybe the game explains that. But they released a new Hisuian Pokemon. When you get a regional Pokemon, it's a Pokemon based off another region. And in this case, it's Zorua and Zoroark. And those two Pokemon were based in the Unova region, Gen 5, Black and White. I actually really liked Black and White. It was a really, really cool game. And one of my favorite Pokemon ever was from that region, Volcanion. No, sorry, Volcarona. Mm. who uh, has not been released in the game yet, but it'll probably probably be pseudo-legendary, or I don't think it'll be legendary, but it's a badass, I think it's bug fire Pokemon. So very much looking forward to that. So Zorua and Zoroark, they were dark-type Pokemon. They were dark-type Pokemon based in the Unova region, and they were introduced in the Hisuian region, as a typing that's never been seen before in Pokemon Dom, ghost normal typing. Never been seen before. That's pretty cool. So you're going to get that. Now, the backstory on this is incredibly dark. Still part of Halloween. No pun intended on it. It's just a dark backstory for uh, Zorua and Zoroark. Let me read this. I'm going to read this to you right from the website here. According to the official Pokemon Twitter account, the Hisuian Zorua are the ghost of dead Zorua that were shunned by humans on other islands. Because they were shunned, the Zorua migrated to Hisui, but were unable to survive the harsh environment, which I'm sure is going to lead to the story of the Hisui region turning to the Sinnoh region. After perishing, their ghost manifested into the Hisuian forms through the power of their malice. Now, this, Dom, is the second time Pokemon mortality has been spoken about in the marketing for Pokemon Legend Arceus. If you remember Basculegion, which is also a new Pokemon being introduced in uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, I believe it's an evolved basculin that only evolves when the soul of a deceased basculin in its group, because you know how fish, they swim in schools. So when a basculin dies, the soul of that basculin gets attached to the Hisuian basculin and it evolves into basculegion. So two references to Pokemon mortality. I'm feeling like something dark is going to happen in this game. Kind of like maybe a Pompeii type of situation here where like a volcano explodes and kills the entire region and then it turns into Sinnoh. I don't know, man, but we got two Pokemon and we're talking about their deaths here. I just Three Pokemon Legend Arceus game release. I, I just 
I just don't hope we have to throw in our phones into the pond in order for it to evolve, you know? I don't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was saying, K, you have to flip the phone upside down. Ah, never... That's a cool little feature. Yeah, I don't cool. mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that either. That was a cool little feature. But that's that's why my phone is waterproof to the 100% down 33 feet. Because if we have to throw our phones in the water to get this Pokemon involved one day, I'm ready. That's an interesting concept. Adding some real world application to the evolution of Pokemon. So... Uh, dark, I'm, just, I'm sorry, ghost normal typing, never seen that before, right? Uh, interesting. I, 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 I find it very interesting that we are, what, eight generations into this game and there are still pairings that have never been, that have never happened before in terms of typings. I like that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, uh, that, that those two typings had never been put together. So it'll be interesting to see the moveset on this Pokemon. Uh, and I'm sure that that Pokemon, maybe both forms will be released sometime around January when the game comes out. I think that was the 28th, right? I think it was like the end of January. I don't remember the specific date, but I know it's in January. And I'm sure in the second half of November, we're going to get events based around the Sinnoh region. We've already seen the three Spotlight Hour Pokemon for the last three weeks of November be the Sinnoh starters. So there will probably be a Sinnoh-based event at the end of November, and there will probably be a Hisuian-based event sometime in January, and you might get the release of Zorua and Zoroark. I don't know if you'll get both forms released at the same time or what, so something to look forward to there. But I I like the idea of regional-based Pokemon. It was something that was introduced, I think, in Gen 6. I'm not 100% sure on that. It could be Gen 7 where they released regional-based Pokemon, maybe Galar. Now they have Kalos region-based Pokemon, and now we're getting Hisuian. So yeah, it was definitely introduced in in, in, in Generation 7, was when regional-based Pokemon were introduced. I think the first ones were Raichu. You got the Alolan Raichu. You had Alolan Marowak, and then Alolan Grimer, and Alolan Muk. And I think there's one or two in there that I'm missing. Alolan forms, not 100% sure on that. Oh, Diglett? Diglett, Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And Geodude. Or a Graveler. A Lolan Graveler. So that was the first generation where regional-based Pokemon were introduced. I thought it was a great idea. It's a great way to kind of reinvent old Pokemon, give them different typings, different looks, different movesets. And then in Generation 8, you got uh, Pokemon in different regions, right? You got Galarian Stunfisk. You got uh, Galarian Weezing, Galarian Ponyta. Farfetched got an evolution. Yeah, that's cool. So I, like that one. I, I also like the idea of evolving Pokemon in certain regions only. Surfetched had, or I'm sorry, Farfetched had zero use in Pokemon or Pokemon Go unless you just absolutely loved it. It had no use. But the evolution of Farfetched into Surfetched, which is only in Sword and Shield, it, it has some practicality and it's it's very viable in, in PvP. So I like that idea, and you can see they're really there hasn't. I don't think they've they've highlighted any new Pokemon. I, I I'm not 100 percent certain they haven't highlighted any new Pokemon in the Pokemon Legends Arceus game, but they've reinvented a lot of them. Actually, they did introduce the evolved form of Scyther, right? Cleaver, I yep. think it was. Yep. Oh, and and of course Basque Legion, which we just talked about. But you have um, Hisuian Growlithe. You have Hisuian Braviary, Basque Legion. You have the evolution to Scyther now, and now you have Zorua and Zoroark 
the Hisuian uh, forms. So I, I like it. You're getting, without there being a new game, without 150 new Pokemon or whatever it may be, you're getting new Pokemon somewhat. They're not technically new Pokemon, but you're getting different variations of Pokemon, which is cool. So I'm looking forward to these games, you know. Uh, my birthday is actually right around the the release of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. So I'm kind of in that gray area. Like, do I buy the game myself or do I see if my girlfriend's <laughs> smart enough to buy it for me? So that's where we're at. But I'll definitely be playing these games. I will I will absolutely be devoting time to playing some of these games. And and they're they're doing a great job of kind of showing what's new to these games. So I'm very much looking forward to to both of these games. Probably more so Pokemon Legends Arceus, but uh, I'm definitely going to be playing the remake of Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, definitely Arceus. I, I can see that for sure. Definitely picking up something new. I mean, the one game I'm playing now besides Pokemon Go, which has been revised, revived, was Metroid Dread. And I, I've always been a long heart fan of Metroid. Played every game multiple times not being the speedrunner type of guy but just enjoying the game for what it was and then really they re- released a new one and it's been really really great loving it big huge challenge so I'm, I'm seeing pokemon arceus being the same thing too i mean i think it's going to be a nice way that, that new people and the ones that used to play you know the good old games of pokemon they're going to just come back and just enjoy it i think personally i mean people are complaining about graphics and all this other stuff but it's just like yeah you know it's the games the concept mm-hmm. it's cool it's funny when you're talking about the new regions. I think it would be cool. It just came to my mind if they had like a new Machamp region, more like stone-like or something. Hmm. You know, it has the rock slide. It has the, I forgot the the other move that it has, but uh, it well, Stone pay, Edge. Pay, oh, Stone Edge. Yeah, but I Wait, think Machamp has Stone Edge? For PvP it does. Uh. Yeah, it's a legacy move. But, oh, okay, okay, okay. But I think it would be kind of cool if it had like maybe that rockish form yeah, to there, it. Yeah, there's some Pokemon in Gen 8, I think that you may be interested in that kind of have that more st- there's one like based off of coal and it evolved it has a three-stage evolution so that may be what i i understand what you're saying i i think that there are some pokemon that are not released in pokemon go that may satisfy that need that you're talking about there but i don't want them to do it too much i don't want them to to overhaul 50 pokemon in one game no five to ten Perfect. I think, yeah, that 10 will be that nice. And adding some new evolutions, I think it's a great idea. It's smart because you're saying like, hey, this Pokemon exists in different regions, but, you know, based off the climate here, it evolves into something else. So, um, yeah, I I am very much looking forward to these games. And then the other thing, too, if you're talking long-term picture, probably sometime next year there's news of a new generation. You know, typically what they do after a remake is work on the next generation. Yeah. So that would be Gen 9. I wish eventually they would stray away from the fire, water, grass starters, but doesn't look like that's happening. So not to get too ahead of ourselves, that's way down the line. We're talking maybe winter next year. There's an announcement and the game comes out the following winter. I I don't know. It's too early to tell, but that's what's to look forward to after remakes. They always remake a game and they always then announce a new game, which by the way, I hope they stop the remakes after this. I, I don't need a remake of Black and White. Black and White was a fantastic game. And I think it's still accessible. I know it's on your uh, Nintendo DS, uh, but I don't. I don't see. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel differently in two or three years. I don't see a, a need for a remake of Black. Like, what are we doing? We're just going to remake all the games that we're, we're eventually going to remake Sword and Shield in ten years. Is that what we're doing? I hope that they that this is the last remake and they can focus on 
maybe what they're transitioning to with Pokemon Legends Arceus, where they're just doing a different timeline on regions. That's a cool idea. I like that and and future games as well. I just think that I don't know if Arceus is going to be that platform, but I think the way that Nintendo did Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was probably a cool concept. Well, I don't know what that is, so explain that. I mean, that it's uh, it's been a fighting game since Nintendo 64, but with Ultimate being on Switch, they had, I mean, we had the classic like 10 fighters. I don't remember on top of my head. Like, what are class- we talking like Pokemon Tournament or whatever that stupid game was? It's uh, Yeah, it's kind of like one of those matches, but it's those type of games. But basically you have two fighters or you have up to four people and you just, you know, hash it out and fight. You got, you got your map and you just fight it out. But what they did, which is basically what I was getting to, is the fact that with Ultimate, they kept adding players to the game. The game has been released three years ago, and it was up to last couple of weeks they finally released the last um, battler that they're going to have for the game, and they closed it out. But you have so many battlers to choose from. I think it would be kind of cool if Pokemon can really focus on one world and mm. then maybe kind of like add on to it as they I, go I, for I so think, many years. Listen, and then I think you are you are saying every Pokemon fan's wet dream right now. Yeah. Like that would be unbelievable, but I don't think it'll ever happen. Well, you never know. You never know which how how these games are coming with these open world. You know, because you think ideas. that would make sense, right? You you're in a world based off of Pokemon, and there are different. Just like in on Earth, there are different countries where different animals grow and live, and and um, evolve. Right into different versions of themselves, so that would be cool. I just I don't know if they'll ever do that. I don't know if they'll ever like really give you the Pokemon Endgame. Right? Why Why not just make twenty iterations of Pokemon? You know, like I I don't see myself dying when I'm eighty. Let me finish my sentence. And that happening, and that that being something that's out there is what I'm trying to say. I would love to die when I'm eighty or plus. You know, that'd be great. Um, with all I, with all your Pokemon cards, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know, it is, or maybe I'll sell them. So I have the original 150 Pokemon cards. Yeah, little nerd fact about me there. So I, I just, I don't know if I ever. That would be a fantastic idea. I just don't know if they'll ever do it. I think up to a certain limit, though. You know, I mean, it would be cool, like in the ideal world, like that can happen. Like if Niantic really can do something like that, for example, that would be amazing. But I don't think that would ever happen anytime soon. Well, Niantic's making it so you can have all the Pokemon in one game. Yeah. That's what th- that's what they're doing. And I don't really know if there's any Pokemon game where you can do that. The, the, the big issue with the last release was there is no national Pokedex with all eight or 900 Pokemon. That was a big deal. A very big deal to a lot of people. Me, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. But my best friend who we bought the games our entire lives, he picks one, I pick the other. He's like, I'm not buying this. I'm not doing that. And I was like, okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That'd be a great idea. I just, I, I don't know if I see it happening. So, all right. So we we went over a lot of stuff there. We ventured a, a little into the non-Pokemon Go world there. I like to do that from time to time. I feel like we'll do that a little bit more in the coming months because of these new game releases. So, uh, definitely excited for the month of November. Go battle day today. Finish your 100 sets. Get your four times Stardust. And hit Legend, Dom. Please. Please hit Legend. This needs to be the last show, last podcast episode where only one of us is Legend. 
And if I'm not into the next show, it's because I have Pokemon PTSD. PVP PTSD. Put it on a shirt. We'll talk to you next week here on the Go Battlecast podcast. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.